You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Vaughn Dolzell of NBC Sports to talk about the NBA playoffs. You can follow him on Twitter at VMoneySports. Let's go ahead and jump right on into tonight's games. The Knicks at the Heat. Miami is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Vaughn, is this series done? I don't think it's done by any means, but I do think this is the toughest game prior of all the games we're going to talk about to bet. Uh, you know, unless you've been taking first-half unders, then you've just been a cash cow uh, in this series or back in the Knicks overall. Depending on what number you've got now, they're 8-0 to the under. So that's kind of where I'm looking. They've had 102, 105, and 102. Uh, total for tonight's set at 105. So certainly that looks pretty tempting. But, you know, there's one person in particular that I can never trust, and I'm sure you guys probably agree with this, but that's Bam Adebayo. Uh, his points prop is at 17 and a half, and he's on one of my lists of do not ever back the overs, and he's been that type of guy in the postseason where I bet him the last couple games to go under his total. And 17 and a half, he hasn't hit that at home yet in the playoffs either. Um, so I took that this morning at 16 and a half at some places. Uh, this is going to be another tough fiscal game. I think it's been the most fiscal series of all the series. If I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I think that kind of continues here. So I'm leaning first half under, but I did play Bam Adebayo under 17 and a half points, hoping for another stinker from him. Uh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that you don't think the series is is over by any means. Does that make you want to go Knicks getting four and a half yeah. tonight? Because you'd imagine if uh, if they don't win tonight, it's going to be a shorter series. Yeah, and I mean, the NBA postseason's pretty much zigzag theory. I mean, if you do that, you make money most of the time. Um, and I was annoyed because I broke that in last game. I think game threes and game fours are the hardest to bet in the NBA playoffs because uh, you don't know whether or not to continue that zigzag theory. Um, but we saw – you know, the Knicks here in this game, in my opinion, it's going to be just another gritty game. I was on them plus five in the last game in the first half plus two. Uh, so I didn't catch those. So, you know, I'm hesitant to go back on them. But if you're going to force my hand or ask me which side I would play, it's absolutely going to be the Knicks getting points. But in the playoffs, we see teams that cover win most of the time outright as a mm -hmm. dog as well. So I would probably just skip the points and uh, take those money lines. Plus 160, Nick's money line. Looks good. All right. We have to give a round of applause for that mustache. I know we're supposed to be talking NBA <laughs> right now, but that thing is Thank spectacular. You. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Quite the look. It looks awesome on you. All right. So what about Julius Randle? Because he's been tough to figure out. What are you expecting from him? Because I bet over on his rebounds, eight and a half. But uh, I think my buddy Ed here disagrees with me. So what say you? Uh, well, of course, thank you for the mustache compliments. Uh, I did it yesterday. I went to a baseball game because the sun was out. 
I was feeling good. Hot boy summer is in full effect here. Yes. Um, so yeah, yes. plenty of compliments. And uh, yeah, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. So <laughs> with Julius Randle though, that's not someone I really like backing either. I mean, uh, I, I took his uh, over on his points prop in the last game, did not cash that. I'd be, I'd be a little more, um, I'd want to play it a little more in this game because I love bounce back positions for players and teams in general. That's kind of why I would like the Knicks here in this position. So I wouldn't talk you off of that, but I will say Isaiah Hartenstein has been very effective in his minutes for the Knicks. And uh, Julius Randle himself, he's going to be in it with a dogfight down low. So uh, he will have the potential rebound chances, Aaron, but it's going to be a close number. The books have it at eight and a half for a reason. It's a tempting number, but I'm sure it's a very sharp number. Yeah, 36 and a half uh, points, assists, rebounds. I like the under in that one. It is obviously juice to the under, but I think that's kind of the one where are you expecting a complete effort from someone who is not 100% healthy? That's yeah. where I guess I have the question. Um, so that's kind of where I am as far as uh, you know that, that aspect of it. Uh, let's move on now to the Warriors and the Lakers. Uh, LA two and a half point favorites at home. Total 227 and a half. Any side or total that stands out to you in this one? Yeah, this game is interesting. I heard you guys talk a little before this about liking Golden State, and uh, I'm going to add to that. I do like Golden State here in this one. Zigzag theory, as, as I mentioned, but a lot of the props, too, in this game uh, point towards Golden State, I saw. I mean, obviously, Curry's points props has been shooting up from a 29.5 up to 30.5 and juiced. He hasn't scored 30 yet in this series, but I think this is a great game for him to do that. Game one was the obviously only non-blowout game, uh, five-point game, and he had 27 in that one. So I was looking at Jordan Poole, too, because Jordan Poole has been pretty bad on the road. I mean, he's averaging like eight or nine points uh, on the road in the playoffs, but his line's at 12 and a half, juice to the over. And what I've been thinking about here is the lineup that's been working the best for the Warriors has been a, war- has been a lineup with four guys of Curry, Clay, Poole, and Draymond. They haven't seen as much minutes as we thought we those four would have seen, in my opinion. But when they're together offensively, this is the best team uh, version of the Warriors we've seen. So, of course, they're going to make the adjustments that they lacked uh, in Game 3. But I think the best bet here, if you're not going to play Steph, you're not going to take a shot on pool, I think the best bet in what I locked in is the first quarter team total over 26.5 for the Warriors. They get out to mm-hmm. a quick start. They try and venge that blowout. And you got Steph, of course, going to be lights out. They'll get Clay activated. But I think Jordan Poole is a guy who just mentioned Draymond. Obviously, from him in the previous game, he's going to show up in a lot of ways. May not be in the points category, uh, but defensively rebounding, assisting, I expect him to do what he does best. Are you going to – speaking of zigzags, are you going to follow the AD zigzag thing? Because this player is telling us that he's not going to show up today, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically he's going to have 17 and six rebounds. So, I mean, in theory, I do like the under in the same game parlays I'm playing tonight. I'm definitely going to be playing AD's unders. Uh, and that's another thing, too, because his, his zigzag theory, his home and away splits have been so crazy at points in the postseason. Yeah, you could have some fun with these players and taking those unders. I know not all markets allow you to take a guy whose points prop set up with 23 and a half or whatever and move it down mm-hmm. to under, you know, 18 and a half. Uh, but I always think those are great um, positions to play in these markets because we know the playoffs, as I joked before, we just got on camera. We didn't have – we had all blowouts up until the past couple games, um, you know, and that's really what the NBA playoffs can be in the zigzag theory. So 
at halftime. Look for live bets and Anthony Davis. If Lakers are down by seven, you better be fading Anthony Davis at halftime. But I like the pregame unders as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Love it. Fade AD and let's go Warriors. What has been your overall assessment of Joe Missoula? I mean, is it unfair to say he's in over his head? Do you need to see him win this series? Like, where are you at with him? My brother lives in Boston, so we've been texting this whole series. And, you know, I've been pretty on the money all series up until yesterday. I I bet the Celtics when they were down by seven, thought they could come back. But not calling a timeout, come on. That makes you look like what you are. And, uh, you know, as you say, an inexperienced younger coach. Um, So it it bothered me that he didn't call a timeout there uh, when the Sixers had James Harden hit that three. And it was just bothersome that Jalen Brown – well, so I'm going to speak on Jalen Brown in a second, but he was so tempting to come and help out with Joel Embiid, who was playing pretty shy at the end of that fourth quarter in overtime. He wasn't being physical. You saw P.J. Tucker getting in his face. So Joe Mazzola, you know, he's been – he's continued the trend with the Celtics and bounce-back opportunities. I expect that to happen here for the Celtics in game five at home with a series tied to 2-2 in a game I think they should have won. Um, but he definitely should have called a timeout by all means and – I wouldn't say he's in over his head because his talent, his team is so talented, but uh, they got to get Jalen Brown uh, more involved, in my opinion. He was he was like a ghost down the stretch, and that's kind of why they lost, in my opinion. He's Vaughn Dolzell of NBC Sports and Mustache Weekly. You can follow him on Twitter at VMoneySports here on BetQL Daily. Vaughn, it's interesting when you look at the Nuggets Sun series in that originally the Suns were favored to win despite not having home court advantage. It's tied 2-2. Both teams have held serve at home, and yet the Nuggets are now favored, and they're also favored to win the Western Conference at plus 190 versus the Suns at plus 325. Was the futures market inefficient at the start, and now it's efficient, or is perhaps there a value in backing Phoenix? I I kept saying I thought it was going to be Suns and Celtics in the finals, and when I saw the Suns go down 0-2, I thought, you know, complete hammer spot, Game three, I watched them in game three and why the bench was the issue, obviously, in games one and two. The bench was there. They made their presence felt in game three, but they really didn't do anything crazy. I don't, you know, more, what, they didn't have anybody score over seven or ten points outside of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. But last night we saw them finally come and make a presence. It was Landry Shamet show in the fourth quarter when the Nuggets were going to come back there and make that a game numerous times. Uh, but – I don't think the Suns can have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant be this efficient for another three games and not be this fatigued. I mean, 
it's been miraculous to see them shoot the way they've shot so far and keep the Suns in this game. Uh, but I think the Nuggets bench will be a lot bigger here in game five at home. I think, you know, maybe the altitude could be a factor. I said that in game one when I played the first quarter and first half for Denver. Uh, but potentially that could be a factor here too with Booger and Durant being potentially so gassed um, and not being the longest turnaround either. So I played Denver first quarter, first half, and full game. I like them game five a lot. Game six, I'll be back on the Suns. Um, and then game seven, I mean, we'll see what the line is, but we know game seven best bets are unders. Uh, and why that last night looked like an NBA all-star game, there wasn't much defense play. Like I said, there won't be – it won't be like that down the stretch. So I'm expecting uh, the, the Denver Nuggets defense to tighten up here in game five. Has the Chris Paul injury been a good thing for the Suns? With yes. The ability to yes. play faster. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're putting the ball in Devin Booker and Kevin Durant's hands more. How could that be a bad thing, uh, first right. off? But, yeah, I mean, it's been more, it's been – Interesting seeing how ineffective DeAndre Ayton is, who's been an under machine. He's one of my guys. You do not bet the overs on him as long as it's Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, and then him. Those are my three guys I don't ever bet overs on. But it's been super interesting to see how DeAndre Ayton has been ineffective because Chris Paul is out. Um, but it shows you that when they play small ball, they're much better. And uh, I think that's going to be the beneficiary. But if Chris Paul comes back in game five or game six – I'm taking the Nuggets in those games, especially early. <laughs> yeah. Man, I hope he comes back. Who do you have for <laughs> finals MVP? <laughs> any uh, any bets there or any value? I mean, we were even saying we want to talk about who's been the best in the, in the playoffs so far. Where are you at with that? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep saying the same player I've said probably for the last seven to ten days. And, I, I mean, Devin Booker, it's kind of more obvious now. The Suns tied it back up. But I kept saying I think there's good value on him, even though Kevin Durant is the guy and they brought him in for a reason. He's just playing out of his mind. And when I look at the Celtics, you know, Tatum's had some very quiet games. Obviously, he had a terrible first half last night before he picked it up. Um, but, you know, I thought there's value on Jalen Brown as well. Uh, but the final game, you know, I'm going to be honest, over points, rebounds, assists here in game five because he didn't record one points, rebounds, assists in his final 12 minutes uh, in the previous game. But, I feel like there's value on those two players, even though they may not be the best players on their team. But if you're taking the Nuggets, as, as great as Jamal Murray has been, it's absolutely all Nikola Jokic uh, there. And I still don't know who I truly believe is going to win the Warriors-Lakers series. I've been saying the Lakers to people here in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, but I don't know if I would say it with my chest on camera yet. Uh, so I don't, have a, I don't have a strong opinion there. It is amazing when we look at Eastern Conference Finals MVP that Jason Tatum is still a massive favorite at plus 110. But Jimmy Butler at 5-1, to one, if Miami really does make a run here, it's obviously because of him. Isn't there value yeah. at 5-1 to one with Butler? I mean, there's value if you believe the Miami Heat are going to do that. Uh, you know, that's, that's, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, I still think the Celtics are clearly the best team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, I, don't, I think they're deeper than everybody else. I think their two stars are just as dangerous as everybody else is. Obviously, they're, they're going to have to prove that against Joel Embiid and James Harden. Uh, but, you know, I think whoever wins between the Heat and the Knicks, it's more of a I'm happy to be here series. I'm going to learn from this and take this moving forward. Um, you know, the Heat have already been here and won it. They are competitive. But like I said, it's – Jimmy Butler, they still don't have Tyler Hero. That's a huge thing. They need Hero back. Uh, so, you know, depending on what his his injury status will be when they make it that far, 
Uh, we'll see, but I still wouldn't count the Knicks out, and we all agree there's value on the Knicks tonight in that zigzag theory. So uh, if you believe that, Jimmy Butler 5-1, to one, you like it? Wait another night. You might get 6-1, to 7-1. to one. Uh, Vaughn, we've got about 30 seconds left. Uh, Celtics number gets shorter. We're down to plus 165. Uh, are the Celtics beatable, and where do you go? I think they're, I mean, they're beatable, but I think they're still the best play. I mean, I've been saying that, and uh, I mean, I want to see a parade here, obviously, since I'm close to Boston, but I still think Celtics and Celtics and um, Suns, it's probably the best bet for a match play. Celtics and Nuggets would be the second best one. Um, I think whoever plays between the Warriors and Lakers are going to beat themselves up, and it's going to be a hard series, but I still think the Celtics win it all. <laughs> Still, still feel that Not way, and, you know, even though the Sixers are doing all that. Yeah, for sure. Von Dolzell of NBC Sports, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM coming up next. An incredible weekend of Stanley Cup playoff hockey as perhaps many of us rethinking our futures bets. That's right here on the BetQL Network.